Well, dear listeners, here we are at our last episode of the season, one year to the day that New York's third district elected George Santos to Congress. When we began this series, it seemed like the end of our friend George. Even though he's remained free from jail, he now has even more criminal charges filed against him than when we started the show back in June 2023. Currently, as of the recording of this episode, the Department of Justice has filed 23 charges against George Santos. Everything ranging from aggravated identity theft to check fraud to a good old-fashioned Ponzi scheme. While it's unlikely that this liar and thief will remain in Congress after 2024, it's still important to remember him as the cautionary tale that he is. He took Donald Trump's playbook, made it the source material for his character, and eventually, like Don, was caught and charged. Will George ever see jail? Probably not, and let that serve as a reminder to not only know your elected officials and to hold them accountable, but to prevent people like George and Don from ever getting elected in the first place. Simply put, it is our civic duty to do so. It's true, most politicians are con artists, but luckily George Santos and Donald Trump have sent up multiple red flags that you can use as examples of what to look out for when it comes time to elect our leaders. That said, let's end this season with the truth about our friend George, tonight on the season finale of I Do Not Trust This Person, Season 1, The Many Lies of George Santos. And stay tuned until the end of the episode to hear who we will be covering next season. Well, alright, here we are a year to the day that George Santos was elected to Congress. And we've been spending all summer and fall doing a show about this sad, sad liar man. How do you feel uh, 13, 12, 13 episodes later? Um, I feel as confused as I did uh, before we started the show. Yeah, like confused on how this happened, confused on him in general, confused on which uh, lies were real lies or fake lies. I am just (laughs) so confused on him as a person. Mm. I do not understand. You know what it reminds me of Mm. is that episode of Amber. Well, not episode, but the, the like um, the skit Amber says what Mm -hmm. that Amber Ruffin does on Seth. Yes. And there was one in particular that she did that we like died laughing mm-hmm. where she I can't remember who she was talking about, but she just kind of broke and she was like, what and why and how and what and who is this? Why and why are you doing this? Yes. And why are you now? And where are you? How and who are you? How and where and why? And who, who are you? Where and how and who? All the adverbs. Were- <laughs> That is how I feel about George Santos, because how are you a person? (laughs) It's just so bizarre. And I'm trying to think, like, I guess we probably all know. Maybe in school, we all knew someone who kind of lied a lot. Sure. I mean, people lie sometimes to make themselves look cool. Like, I remember fifth grade, I told everybody I was a Nintendo champion to seem cool (laughs) because I was new. And then I was like, that lie fell apart fast. Like, But to stick to your lies and deny any wrongdoing for... Your whole life. I mean, that's another level. One of the things um, I found out through... um, a girl or a woman who um, she was the woman I mentioned in the last episode about 
he was, uh, she was his lawyer friend. And then he pitched to her client a $300,000 yes. investment, but he can't ask what it's for. <laughs> like what the, uh, but she said that they were, um, childhood friends in school and he would lie and mm -hmm. about things even at a well, young age to try I, I don't know if it was compensating for something she was also not trying to diagnose well, that's but why, like like and i think one of the uh episodes we did where we go back to him being you know in drag mm. in brazil his friends from that era talked about how he lied and you know yeah. did petty theft and yeah and as well so it's been an ongoing thing since yeah. grade school. Like, uh, yeah, like, I mean, I so guess it's just bizarre. It's like, I don't know if it's pathological, compulsive, whatever you would diagnose it at. I have no idea, but it's, it's so confusing. And the fact that I think what is just the most insane to me is that he continues to introduce bills and talk on the floor yeah. of the house. He's actually, a, a, as a congressperson, he's, not, not contributing. He's, he's contributing. Active. He he's, he's active. active. He's kind of good at his job in like that sense. He has no shame. Forty plus bills on the floor. Zero by the way, zero shame. He gets up with everything going on. Like the man has lied about his schooling, his career, Dogs. his finances. Dog charities that he started and everything then stole and yet from. He has zero shame. Yeah, he will get up and talk on the 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 floor of the House of Representatives, like. I I guess I just do not understand mm -hmm. that level of blatant disregard for anything. The truth. I mean, he he's an election denier too. Let's the not blatant forget disregard that. For the truth. It's he, true. He was it's, a, it's, it's yeah. It's, he's at the stop the steel rallies. So yeah, I'm confused. Yeah, I mean, we didn't even mention because it just happened. The whole weird random baby he was holding walking through the halls. Uh, because I don't know where to put that. Uh, I, uh, from what I understand, <laughs> it was like one of his staffers' baby. She like brought it in, and but when reporters asked him about it, like, "Is it yours? Uh, whose baby is that? Or is it your baby?" He's like, "Well, it is not yet," or something like that. Is what he responded with, like, "Not yet." <laughs> like, it might be someday. I think is what the actual quote was. But but uh, also apparently he like kind of had a breakdown and yelled at. The he yelled at a guy who, who was calling him anti-Semitic. Yeah, there was a, a, a protester in there asking him something about Israel. And he started calling him a piece of human garbage while holding the baby, too, which was like, poor baby. Uh, but, yeah, I don't really know what happened there. And that that's like a thing with him, too, what, you know, there there is a spiritual, like, this is the last episode of this season on George, uh, for, you know, George Santos. We're going to be doing somebody else next season that we'll tell you about at the end. So stay tuned for that. Um, but, you know... A, a spiritual actual sequel end to this is the New York Times article that is linked in the description of this. It's the only source that's linked in the description of this one. Uh, well, no, it's not because I have another. There's there's a couple others, but it doesn't matter. But it's uh, the New York Times article. Uh, George Santos uh, called me and I finally picked up, I think, is uh, somewhere along the lines what it is again listed in the description. But it's again. I said the word again like a million times. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, he. This is a spiritual ending to this show because it actually humanizes him in a in a slight way, which was weird. Like I almost, you know, reading this article had sympathy for him to a point. But then you remember all of the things that he did. I mean, you just named offhand like five different things, not to mention the silly ones. Why did ones. you have sympathy for him? Not sympathy. It was just more of humanizing him like, you know, like 
maybe some of this has been blown out of proportion. Like, you know, they they have made a joke of him a lot. He, he did dress up in drag one time, yet the news reported that he has a career in drag. That's not, or he wanted a career in drag. He was an aspiring drag queen when, at least by his own words, he said, I just dressed up at a festival at Brazil in drag. Okay, that's fine. You know, there. but then there's the whole weird shit of saying that he was on Hannah Montana, saying that he produced a Spider-Man musical. The dog thing, they have the the texts like he does try and deny that which is where my sympathy starts to wane like i i don't i i have sympathy in the sense of like well don't make shit up about him but at the end of the day there's so much right, evidence he, to the contrary he has forfeit any right to the truth because he absolutely yeah doesn't he he is all he does is lie i mean he is the, he is the literal embodiment of the boy who cried wolf yeah like now Absolutely. you're you're huffing and puffing that you know things have been misrepresented <laughs> yeah. or whatever. How how are we supposed to trust anything you say? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it's and I can't. And the people can't either. Now I think I'm getting angry. Yeah, about George in general. <laughs> yes, because I think up until this it was just like funny because there is a lot of like a lot of the stuff we started mm -hmm. out with with the Hannah yeah. Montana, Spider Man, all of that is kind of hilarious. And then <laughs> just it, I, that's why I tried to help it build over time for you. Yeah, uh, no, you did, and it's like lying about you know school, and I mean, kudos to you. You lied about school, work, your resume, everything volleyball, to get where uh, you are. I capabilities mean, having his knees replaced because he was playing volleyball. What a piece of crap. I yeah. mean. I don't know if it's white privilege, if it's male privilege, if it's compulsive lying. I don't know what it is that got him to have zero shame about anything that he does or says, but it pisses me off. Yeah. Well, I can honestly tell you that one, I do agree with you, but two, that you won't have to worry about that for much longer. Um, well, yes, this is we've been dealing with George for one year. Uh, so like think about that, too. It's only been one year about George Santos. And so far he has dominated the news nowhere near as much as Donald Trump or anything like that. But he's been satired on SNL every single he late night show. He has been satired on SNL like, a lot he, and it's hilarious. It's, uh, dude, Bo and Yang, the best. Uh, no, uh, it's between Bo and Yang and the guy that plays Guillermo on What We Do in the Shadows. He's oh, Colbert's. Yeah. He does it on uh, Colbert. yeah. That man, <laughs> both of them are great. So Bo funny. and Yang though, I love I just that love man. Him so much. He's so fucking good at just anything, but just as well as playing but, George Santos. But you know, the thing with George Santos that's interesting is like when all of this news broke earlier this year, so many Republicans called for his resignation. Mm -hmm. People like senators, you know, senators, <laughs> and now but all of that has kind of died down because mm -hmm. they need those seats, and because there's so much other crazy shit happening in the yeah. world. They can't even that choose a speaker. I'm willing to bet by the time this episode comes out. just because he's going to fall through the cracks? No. And I'll explain to you in just a second. But I'm also, and I, I hope Terrifying. this I hope this doesn't hold up because I hope Hakeem Jeffries is chosen at this point. But I guarantee the Republicans haven't chosen a speaker. By the This is November 8th is when this comes out. They have not chosen a speaker. Guarantee That's it. in like two weeks. I know it's in two weeks. We are recording this. Yeah, we're recording this in advance. Yeah, well, because we had to wait for George to get charged with a bunch of stuff. No, but okay, as of right now, it is <laughs> like, October 20-something, 5th, 20, I think. 22nd, uh, um, second, I think. Uh, 23rd. It's October um, 23rd. There are nine speaker, speaker <laughs> candidates. Yeah. I heard today that they are, either today or tomorrow, they are going to all present their case 
and they're, then they're 30, 60, 90 do, plans. Yeah. And then they're going to do a secret ballot to oh, determine who can be the candidate that they then yeah. take out on the floor. What I don't understand is if you can't get behind one candidate, why do you think you're going to have exactly. you know unanimous uh, choice uh, <laughs> on nine candidates? I know. Well, they're going to hold a bunch of different elections in their little secret ballot. But it's just, it's so funny to me that and this is the party that George wants to be a part of when golly, why, man? But that they want to get rid of the deadlock by adding nine more people into this. You are like, gay. You are Brazilian. You are born like poor. You, you're an immigrant. A, be a Democrat. Be a Democrat. Come <laughs> like, <on. it's, laughs> but whatever. He's not going to be elected again. I can tell you that right now because of a few things. One, um, the New York's thirds voters, according to Siena, is 78% or sorry, 78 to 13% do not want him uh becoming uh, do not want him running again they think he should resign 78 or 71 percent of representatives uh, in the house of representatives what do you mean also 78 to 13 percent the voters they polled voters in uh, his district uh-huh. and 78 percent of them said they don't want him to run anymore and think he should resign versus uh-huh. 13 that say he's doing fine oh yeah sienna research uh sienna.edu they're a, a research institute Got it. um but they also, um, you know, the main group of them in uh, Nassau, I think, is the county. Uh, it's New York, sir, just because I can't remember which one it's Long Island. They call him a stain on our state. Uh, is it Long Island where what we do in the shadows? That is. is that? Oh, my God. Is George Santos the <laughs> – is he the representative for Laszlo and all of them? Oh, my gosh. But – they said that he's a stain on their state, and George said that he pities the fools that try and remove him but and expel him. But I'm like, you're quoting Mr. T. That's fantastic, but whatever. So here's the deal. One of the biggest things on this show, what has been baffling us f- till no end, is where were the Democrats on this? How did no one catch this, right? It's baffled you. Alana, it's baffled me. Yes, because they are supposed to do. Well, I guess I don't know. Is this a? I'm, I'm about to reveal district that is. I'm about to reveal Republican. So let me get to that. So uh, okay. So do you? Which do you want first? The reason the Oppo failed, or do you? The, is this district Republican? You pick. Is this district Republican? So it was traditionally Democrat. He was the only person on the ticket running unopposed because the Republicans didn't really try in this one district. And then right before the election, that district got redrawn as part of, I think, a thing Cuomo was doing um, or some sort of weird uh, redistricting plan that New York had. And that district that he was in went from becoming a tiny little Democratic district to a big old leaning Republican district. And he was running unopposed right before the election. And he swept house, he or cleaned house, uh, swept the election and beat the guy who was, I think, an incumbent Democrat, if uh, memory serves. And who... Is I, I'm really still confused, other than the massive amount of in, uh, the big influx of Republican voters that popped in when the district was redrawn. So, yeah, that's why he's in there by pure, absolute luck on his part that the district was redrawn right before his election. And now we have George Santos. Uh, what was the other one that? Uh, oh, yeah. The oppo research. So why we don't have the oppo research uh, or didn't or we thought we didn't. It was because the Democrats missed all of it. They did do up a research on him. They just didn't get any of his lies. 
But there was somebody who did get all of George's lies and found out about all of them. Do you want to know who that was? George Santos. George's campaign hired a high-end company to basically do a report on him, a vulnerability report, which all Republicans and all pretty much all politician leadership says you need to do on yourself to make sure all of your skeletons are in ducks and are in a row. Yes, everybody knows that. Why would you not do that? Olivia Pope knows to do that. Olivia Pope knows to do that. Like, have just watch Scandal. My, did George not watch Scandal? He did because he did his own opera research on himself. I guess so. Fair enough. So maybe he's a he did. Smart one. Yeah, he's a well. Okay, so maybe he did watch Scandal. Uh, okay, so he almost got away with it. He's just not Olivia Pope, or he didn't have Olivia Pope. Yeah, well, that's what um, he needs. He needs Olivia Pope but right now. A hundred-page report. I encourage you to look it up because the the cover photo is hilarious. Is it? it is not a flattering picture of him. Is it him? It's of him, oh and it's God. it's very basic because, uh, well, anyways, they found out all of it. That's where a good, huge chunk of, I think some, uh, sorry for that whistle. Uh, it's where a huge well, chunk of this. Did that come from your mouth? That came from my mouth. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. cool. Hopefully the uh, plug-in fixes that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> they uh, they found everything. I wouldn't bet that most of these lies were trickled out by the people that worked for this thing. Maybe not because they're paid a lot of money to keep quiet. But the vulnerability report came out in a few months ago. Um, it was done in 2021 by the way, pre his election. election yeah. Uh, so he, the, and then the GOP found so out. So Republicans knew about all this so and were like, leadership did when it came out. Yes. But the uh, New York's third claims they did not. They claim that they were not <laughs> informed of any of this and they're going to be restructuring sure. things. The guy in, that they were interviewing was one of the heads of their committee or whatever. I, I mean, I'm not saying I believe a Republican at face value, but I believe that leadership you in shouldn't. the GOP, like Kevin McCarthy and all of them, would have kept that from the local district when it was this many lies. Like, I mean, the money stuff, the right. But you got to remember how things. close the 2022 election was in the House. I know. Like, and that, well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think they, they kept probably, it from everybody. Yeah. yeah. And so they didn't tell anyone and they knew about all of this more or less and we still got him anyways and he knew about all of this there was even two of his aides that asked him to drop out of the race when they found out but when the report came back and they quit because he obviously didn't drop out of the race (sighs) so yeah that's your end I mean it's not really the end of this episode because we'll talk for a few more minutes but At the end of the day, the GOP knew about all of this. George Santos knew every one of these lies could come out. Every goddamn one of them. Every one of them. They did operate a hundred page report that he himself paid for with his campaign dollars that he probably stole, stole from one absolutely. of his donors that he ran their car or credit card for 15 absolutely, grand. 100%. Like one of the few people that he ran their cards for $15,000 or less or more. It doesn't matter. He stole so much money from people everywhere, high from the rich to the poorest of the poor. Like I am just, I like his, uh, relative said when who said that they uh, when they were approached about donating fifty six hundred dollars to his campaign, I'm dumbfounded. I don't know why. Like other than yeah. man, this is just politics. The GOP kept this secret so that they could keep one seat. Keep the seat, yeah. And look how well that's doing. I mean, I, 
again, they're in disarray. Whether or not they've chosen a speaker at this point is arbitrary because they've proven themselves not one that they don't know how to govern. And I know the Democrats are just as shady as the GOP, but the GOP here got caught. And the GOP said this liar and piece of human garbage is fit to be one of our representatives. And also the GOP is the one that has had the speaker scandal and it's hilarious. Yeah. Like they're so, not like going to ever, they're, they're just not going, they're, they're not going to organize themselves. You're currently witnessing the GOP in their death throes and George Santos and Donnie T Maybe. are perfect. Uh, you're, you're, you're going to get a different party in a, a decade. Like you, the GOP well, now sure, in a is not the GOP from 20 years ago. And it's definitely not going to be the same. Well, no, that, that changes like, just naturally, but it is going to be the Republican like party that's around at least for a few more years for sure. Yeah. And through, t through when, um, Tucker Carlson tries to run for president in Ugh. 2028. Uh, yeah. Why yeah. Why would you say that? Uh, because we've already said it on America, the conversation, which you all should go listen to and how it's one of our biggest fears. It's you one of Andrews. <laughs> I'm going to go eat some Halloween candy. Yeah. Like that, that, that's, that's all, that's what this does. That's what working in this industry has done to me. I'm glad Alana, thank you for doing this season, uh, with me on George Santos, because I got to share in some of this with you. Uh, so yeah, next season, um, since we're done with George, we're moving on. Unless he does something extra exciting and special, sure. then we'll have a special episode. Oh yeah. We, anytime George does something, we will come back in and we will do an episode, uh, you know, ad hoc episode on George, but the, you know, structured season, I am considering to do Casey and Ron DeSantis, the weird lives of Casey and Ron DeSantis. What do you think about that title? Because they're weird. I mean, between I Ron's shoes. I love that shoes. title. <laughs> I think she is, is terrifying. a terrifying is... psycho mastermind behind mm -hmm. him. Yeah. And I don't know that I want to know more about them, but sure. Yeah. You get, but see, that's the thing. Let's you one, we're we're doing it more um, because it the clicks because I'll make all of you click on this, and also because he's going to be primarying. Give away your 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 <laughs> your. Oh, they all know it. Everybody's like everybody knows how to use TikTok. It's all everybody, for the clicks. It's, everything is for the clicks. Everybody like uh, we're trying to be transparent. I'm like George Santos who lied. I'm not going to lie to you like George wow. Santos. Yeah. Wow. No, but they're being primaried, and right now he's being primaried. He's going to definitely lose. He's obviously not going to be the nominee, but he is someone who has just fascinated me to Wait, no end. Wait, he's being primaried? Yeah, he's in the, well, he's, oh, sorry, not as governor. He's oh, in the primary oh, 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 for oh, oh. Uh, president. Yes, Yeah, he's not going to beat With Don. He's not, I don't even think he's going to beat Nikki Haley. Oh, we'll get to the boots. That, uh, that may be the first episode, or there is one other that I won't say uh, what it is. I'll just say go enjoy some Thai food um, between now and then. But uh, yeah, so thanks for listening to this season of I Do Not Trust This Person, season one, uh, I guess, of The Many Lies of George Santos. Alana has been my co-host. I am Tim Philippi. Please go listen to America the Podcast Road Trip and America the Podcast and America the Conversation all out now on the America the Podcast channel. Oops, sorry for it in the mic. Um, and then the America nope. the Podcast Presents <laughs> channel on YouTube. Um, the other one is on iTunes. You can just find us wherever, um, americathepodcast.com. And that's, I don't know how many times I can say that. America the words. Podcast. America, the podcast.com. Uh, we'll be in your ears again in January. So for now, uh, like I'm we gonna say, go eat a Twix. Yeah, for now, we're gonna go eat a Twix. And George, 
Just tell the truth, man. Just tell the truth. It will no. set you free. No. He's not going to do it. listening to I Do Not Trust This Person, Season 1, The Many Lies of New York Representative George Santos. The show is hosted and produced by Alana Matos and Tim Philippi. The show is mixed and edited at Shway Media Studios in Austin, Texas. For a full list of news sources and music used in this episode, please refer to the show notes. I Do Not Trust This Person was created by Tim Philippi and is a production of Shway Media and America the Podcast Presents. For more information, please visit shwaymedia.com. Copyright 2023, all rights reserved. This has been a production of Shway Media, all rights reserved. For more information, please visit shwaymedia.com. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.